Welcome back, everybody, aboard Blurred Force One with your boys Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media. That's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. And uh, before we get into this uh, podcast... Do us a favor, get down there, hit like on the video, and uh, or if you're on one of the podcast platforms, uh, give us a give us a good review. Uh, five stars would be nice, you know. Uh, and if you're not uh, subscribed to this uh, podcast or to the channel, hit the subscribe button and uh, hit the notification bell to let you know when we drop new content. So, um, Lottie, my my man, <laughs> it's it's post Flash. We're in the post Flash era, right? Uh, so we got that to talk about today, man. And of course, yep. we got a, uh, a bunch of uh, news items. But man, uh, what? How have you been getting your nerd on this week, man? How you doing? Man, I've been. I was. I tried to play. Well, I'm trying to play the uh, Final Fantasy uh, 16 uh, demo. It has nothing to do with the game. Has been boring. It's just, man. I've been really like focusing on like losing weight you know i've actually lost 25 pounds in the last few months so Dang. i've been focusing on that um i've also finished the new the latest season of demon slayer and the latest season of uh vinland saga so there's just those are the mm-hmm. couple things that i've been doing and yet not watch one minute of moon girl and devil dinosaur that's <laughs> And, and on on it's not Juneteenth, but I'm gonna say on Juneteenth of all days to show no love to Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs. Shame, sir, for shame. Ugh, I might have to take your blurred card, sir. <laughs> I did actually. That's that's my nerdy thing. I've been playing Street Fighter, obviously, but I finally uh, finished up the first season of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and it is great. And I'm going to actually do a, a review of that solo because Lottie didn't watch it. Uh, but I highly suggest that uh, if you like Spider-Verse, uh, if you like, you know, just animated superhero things, or if you got like a, a, a little one or a little nephew or a niece or whatever that liked Spider-Verse, uh, hook them up with Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. They'll, I think they'll really like it. I think it's a great show. So uh, anyway, you guys uh, be on the lookout for that on the channel. So... Anyway, uh, as I said, we're going to be talking about the Flash Day on the Supercast. But first, got some news, as we always do, uh, to talk about. Uh, it's a bit of a... It's, this is not a dry week. We definitely got some, some stuff going on. So much so I had to kind of kick some of the smaller things to the side. But uh, these are the things that uh, caught our eye. We're going to talk about the box office. We are in the midst of the murderer's row uh, at the beginning of, uh, of summer. And we got a bunch of, uh, you know, I've got a couple superhero things that we're going to talk about how they are doing in the box office. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, the rights uh, have seemed to have gone to Disney. What does that mean for the future of uh, the, the Green Goliath in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, Marvel, uh, not, not going to show up uh, quite so hard at San Diego Comic-Con. What does that mean uh, for uh, the Comic-Con and what... Uh, you know, Marvel might be talking about this year. And s- surprise, surprise, the Craven the Hunter trailer dropped. And uh, it's kind of it's crazy. So we're going to uh, review that. And of course, as I said, 
we're going to talk all about the Flash. So, Lottie, we got a lot to do. You ready to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. So, it's time to talk box office. You know, we look, we've been box office nerds the last few months. Just because we, you know, we had an, uh, several uh, comic book things come out in the last, you know, within the last, I guess, six or seven weeks. And so, uh, you know, we we really, really liked Gar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, we love Spider-Verse, you know, across the Spider-Verse. And, of course, The Flash just came out. So we just want to talk about where they're all at. Uh, Lottie, I- I'm telling mm-hmm. you, what do I keep saying every week? What is James Gunn? All he does is... Win, yeah. win, win, no matter what. But I can't, and I'm gonna tell you what we we have got to talk about this. On a weekend that the Flash opened worldwide, on a weekend that Spider Verse was in its third week, you know, and it's kind of doing its thing. This movie still managed to make 5.2 million dollars with, and, and mind you, with 912 less theater uh, uh, theaters uh, in in America. $5.2 million in America or in, in uh, North America on its seventh week. It's come up and that's, that is a 26.8% drop from the previous week, right? So the previous week was seven and a half million dollars. So 5.2 million this week, uh, this last weekend, it has passed $822 million. And I remember I said, I thought it might top out around, you know, I, I, I feel like I said it's 850. But I, it might have been eight thirty-five or eight twenty-five, something like that. But that it wasn't going to, you know, get to Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which I maintain. But it's at eight twenty-two right now, and a twenty-six point eight percent drop. I mean, come on, Lottie. I mean, it really might make eight fifty. That's that's uh, okay. That's awesome. Like Lottie, I mean, what do you think? What did did you see this coming? I see this coming. I'm happy. I'm actually. I'm happy that Guardians is getting the love that it deserves. Because, like I said, most I I very rarely have come across people that are like, "Oh, Guardians, it's not a good, it's not a good show." I or a good movie, but still, in my opinion, this movie should have been a billion dollar movie. I still think there's some people out there are just going like, "Eh, I'll just wait till uh, it comes to." Uh, Disney Plus, which Disney really needs to learn how to train, how to untrain people out of that. Like they really need to start making it that it's going. That hey, you're not going to get this if you uh if you don't go and watch it for a few months. You know what I mean? And they should. They literally should do it like they did Avatar too, unless it's like a clearly a movie that didn't do that well in theaters. If it's a movie that made bank, that thing shouldn't come out on on disney plus for six months yeah do it like avatar make make them wait six months and then exactly you know you know what i'm saying but no it's dude it's uh, let me just say 5.2 million dollars in week seven in this environment yeah is that's that's fucking phenomenal i mean let's we we should not look at it in any way except a win and uh god I, i you know I at first I wasn't quite sure if it would make eight fifty, but it's literally like thirty thirty six thirty seven million away. It could do it, you know. Mm-hmm. It could do it, especially we have a lull this week. Uh, uh, there's not any real major movies coming out. Indiana Jones is the next major one, and then after that, 
not any more major movies for a few weeks. Or like, uh, yeah, I think two or three weeks after that. So, I mean, it could it could hit eight fifty. So that's that's good. I love it. I love to, I love to see that big W. So, uh, good job, uh, you guys. You know, you guys, and we're gonna keep an eye on that one uh, in, in the coming weeks. Uh, let's also talk Spider Verse. Spider Verse. We uh, Lottie. One thing I noticed this week. What did they? You know what they finally did? We finally got actual international numbers for Spider Verse, and rest assured, everyone who was worried about this, the rest of the world is is perfectly fine. We don't. There's no, you know, there's no craziness and no racism going on mm-hmm. because it's almost equal. I think the difference between worldwide box, you know, international box office and domestic, is something like sixty five million dollars. So it's a, it's not an even split, but it's it's like a, you know, it's a fairly close. Uh, split and it's almost at 500 like it probably today it crossed 500 million dollars which is like you know 150 more than the first one made i think something like that yeah and it's not let me just say it's not it's not you know the momentum's not stopping flash did nothing to stop the momentum it literally it had a 51.4 percent drop it made 27 million in its third weekend and remember this is an animated movie it's not I mean, obviously, it's not Mario Brothers, which is kind of a phenomenon on its own. It's not Frozen, which is kind of a phenomenon on its own. But it is definitely, you know, it is it is winning. This, we can't look at this in any other way except winning. They had a $100 million budget to make this movie. It's, our, you know, it's at five times its budget. It's making its bank. It's oh, making yeah. its bank. It's not, it's, it's not, like, not breaking even. It's they're make they they no, broke even. They they, they I think they broke. We, they think they broke even their first weekend. Yeah. I almost want to say their first weekend they broke even. They they are in pro. Remember, it's it's two point five to three times the the production budget. They are in profit and they have been for it. They're they are at this point they have made almost two hundred million dollars in profit. Just just off, right just, now. just off the back of the the envelope calculations. And Man, it's only going to get more. Remember how? Remember? Remember how in 2019, how Disney was trying to act about Spider-Man, and Sony was like, "We don't need you." Now look at Sony. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, they're, but they're getting paid both ways, live action mm-hmm. and, and animated. And I'm telling you, look. And video and, game. Yeah, and video games. And look, right now, <laughs> like I said, it's it's 4.94 as of the weekend, but. By this coming weekend, there's no competition, right? Uh, there's just flash and whatever. But it, if it stays at this trajectory, which is c- kind of similar to Guardians, Guardians, it's it's week to week drops were better, but it's very similar. It, it had a 54 percent drop last week, 51.4 percent drop this week. If it continues that trajectory, it's definitely going to cross 600 million, and they could see as much as 625. Hell. If if the you know if the environment's right, it could go higher than six twenty five. You know, and if you're real bullish on it, that's this is nothing but a, a huge dub. Like this is the this is the biggest. I mean, this is probably the biggest dub that Sony anim, animation has seen in a while, or ev- ed- if at all ever. I mean, like, come on, they they are look, they're just winning. So all those all those YouTubers that that were had those stupid little thumbnails talking about how much of it how much of a flop it is 
Uh, Lottie, do you think they're going to uh, make any apologies or Who anything? Who are these people? Like, it's, these are these got to be the grifty of the grifters. Like, these got to be the griftiest of the grifters. Because even, like I said, like, like two movies that I know that even toxic, so-called toxic fans liked was Guardians 3 and Across the Spider-Verse. The, you got to be. Yeah, these are the guys complaining about how there's not enough uh, th- not enough white dudes in the in the movie, like <laughs> it's those guys. But that the go go woke go broke crowd. Well, you know what? Spider Verse is pretty fucking woke. It's pretty. It's a pretty fucking woke movie. And that all they all they doing is raking in the cash. What do you so. mean? There's not enough white guys. Spider Man is just white. Look, hey, don't make it doesn't have don't no it doesn't have to make sense. It just have to make that their whiny ass fans feel good about being victims like this shit doesn't have to make any fucking sense never has to make sense it just has to make them feel like like their superiority is reaffirmed just fools so anyway enough of those idiots spider-verse rules and it uh it's just kicking ass so uh we're gonna keep up with that i, I cannot wait to see where it ends up i think six six twenty five could is in we is definitely in reach so and uh, Flash came out this week. We will talk about the box office when we get to the review. But let's just say, not great. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll come back to that later. So uh, Lottie, San Diego Comic Con is coming up in a couple. I think uh, it's it's at the end of July or early August. It's coming up soon though, and we're all expecting big news from. I, I'm expecting big news from DC because of you know the the regime change and everything like that but also we're expecting to hear some stuff from marvel right well uh pump your brakes on that just just may may lower your expectations because marvel's not gonna have a hall h presentation this year uh you know last year they came out and they present they're talking about the multiverse saga and they talked about the avengers and all that they said all that stuff kevin feige was up there when in his hat walking around with his blazer and, and, and tennis shoes on and just, like, making us all excited, right? Well, none of that mm-hmm. this year. They're just, they'll be there. They're just not going to have that big Hall H presentation. Lottie, I'm, I feel like this means something, but I wonder what you think that this might mean. Well, them not having this presentation... <laughs> I mean, we already saw. We already saw what happened, man. They 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 pushed everything back. Everything is getting pushed back a year. So they're like, uh, let's uh, let's pump the brakes a little bit on this little projects that we're doing because honestly, it's like I was. It's like it's it's sort of like the whole thing with like uh, like people are getting mad that they're like, why is Sony not introducing more of their games? I'm like, if the games are not coming out in the next year or two, why the hell would they, why why even talk about it? It's like the same thing with a lot of these movies. A lot of these movies are not coming out until mid to late 2024. Why the fuck even talk about it at this point? Especially some of these movies you've already talked about. The other movies, because you got to think of it. They did that thing two years ago, wasn't it? Well, they the they presented last year. That's where they talked about Thunderbolts and Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and that was you know, last year. Okay, was, I thought yeah, that, that was twenty twenty one. That was last year. Okay, yeah. So they've talked about this. Why would they talk about this again and say, "By the way, all this is delayed by a year to two years"? No, hell no. That's 
Hell no. You already try to do damage control. You just want to piss people off on top of that? Hell no. You sorry. We'll do like a Marvel. We'll do like a phase one through four uh marathon <laughs> for you guys. We're not. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't. It's like imagine. It's like literally imagine if Sony was like God of War comes out in 2023 and then in 2023 by the way guys let's let's show you gameplay of God of War that comes out next year. What the fuck? They'll be <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, here's another thing that maybe we 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 hadn't really considered just cuz this news just came out today. I was expecting them to announce the Fantastic 4 uh lineup like the cast for Fantastic 4. Now there's no Hall H thing. Are they going to are they going to say anything about it at, at Comic-Con or are they going to wait to something to, you know to a later date to announce these people? That's mm-hmm. I mean like everybody else every that's literally the only movie where we don't really know you know, we don't really know who's in it. And so I was really hoping I was like, "Oh great, Comic-Con's like, uh, you know, Four or five weeks from now, we're gonna find out. Nope, I, I'm I'm pretty sure this means that we're not gonna find out about Fantastic Four uh, this summer. So that sucks. That kind. Of, I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't do. It doesn't really fucking mean anything because it's not like they're not filming. You know, as far as I understand, the script's not done. It won't be done until the writer strike is over. I mean, you know, there's. Not, there's no forward movement. And I think also the writer's strike has something to do with this too. Because it's a set, it's effectively set Marvel back at least four or five months, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of their production schedule. Could be more depending on how long they want this thing to go on. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Why would they talk about anything when they don't have shit to show? Yeah. You know, not really. And whatever they do have to show... You know they're not gonna they're not gonna want to do more than you know what they already do was just show production steals here or there, so, um, I it sucks but like I, I totally understand why why they're not gonna do a Hall H thing, so that really means that we only really have DC to look forward to uh, at Comic Con this year, so they better bring the fucking pain. That's all. That's all I know. James Gunn, no pressure, but you better bring it. So anyway. Uh, well, you know, San Diego Comic Con's kind of coming up pretty soon, so we're gonna keep an eye on all the news uh, leading up to that. We'll let you guys know more about that uh, when we hear. So, uh, s- speaking of Marvel, something amazing uh, and green happened on uh, Disney Plus this week, and it was not She Hulk season two dropping. Unfortunately, it was instead uh, her cousin, uh, at least uh, you know his first MCU appearance showing up on the service uh, because apparently Marvel got the distribution rights back to Incredible Hulk, uh, at least according to Variety. Um, so, Lottie, I mean, I'm sure maybe you were on Disney Plus this week. You saw it show up there. And, I mean, this is just standard contractual shit, you know, I, as far as I can tell, standard contractual shit. So, I wonder, and a lot of people have been speculating, does that mean that Marvel can make Hulk stuff now? Make a Hulk movie? Lottie, with zero knowledge of the situation behind the scenes, what do you think? I'd be awesome if we can get a Hulk movie because that is the one thing that has been lacking from Marvel. Like, 
a- ASAP. Like we should like Hulk a, a new Hulk movie should be one of them new movies down the pipeline. Like honestly, X-Men Hulk. And I don't want to wait till 2030 for a damn Hulk movie. I don't want to wait till I'm about 40 years old and you'll be about 50. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, I Mark, will love... Mark, Mark Ruffalo will be wearing, like, walking with a cane. <laughs> yeah, Mark Ruffalo will be about 60 years old. Old Hulk. <laughs> hey, Old Man Hulk is the jam, though. Like, not 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 to be funny, but I would I would love an Old Man Logan movie it start with the, with the Hulk in it that'd be dope but yeah it's it's, it's called God of War <laughs> <laughs> that's just playing <laughs> uh, you know I don't know if this means anything I have to be honest I when I because I, I look I went and looked around to try to find any actual news any any real insider information anything at all besides hey now they can play Incredible Hulk on Disney Plus and I didn't see shit like at all not just just a little bit of speculation on social media and that's it people jump into some fucking conclusions but no real meat on these bones so to speak uh and look this is no let me just tell you this isn't really different than the fact that you know for a while paramount and also for a while peacock was able to show you know iron man one two and avengers you know, uh, and Thor, because those were all made by Marvel when they were still an independent studio that had a distribution deal with uh, with Paramount and Universal. So to me, that's this is not this doesn't seem like anything else except oh, this movie we made like 15 years ago, we can now play this because you know the the distribution contract has basically expired. And I don't see if it's anything more than that. Now, I could be wrong, but, you know, I need to see proof of that. And the proof to me would be Kevin Feige saying, you know, coming out and and saying Hulk smash. And then, you know, a banner coming down and uh, showing, you know, Mark Ruffalo Hulk in, you know, uh, World War Hulk. If that happens, dope. I believe it. Until then, it's the shit is just... You know, go watch Incredible Hulk on Disney Plus. So that's mm-hmm. yeah. that. That's what I see. So, but you know what? We're gonna keep an open mind, and we will uh, keep looking and see if we can find out anything. And if we do, we will let you guys know. So, finally, in news, uh, something I wasn't expect. This was a very pleasant, uh, a very very pleasant surprise, and that is a Red Band trailer dropped. For Craven the Hunter, which, I mean, we learned, uh, you know, months ago that it was going to be rated R. And I was like, why would you do that to your comic book movie? Like, Lottie, does that does that make any sense? Like, at all? I a mean, rated R comic book movie? A rated R comic book movie starring a Spider-Man villain that most people don't know. Like. Does I it mean, make sense? I mean. Does it make dollars is my question. (laughs) It's the better question. Will it make dollars? I think so. I think people have been craving this. And I think that's a good pun. (laughs) Yeah, pun intended. But like real talk, I think people have been craving for movies like this. And I think Marvel is Marvel is kind of 
dropping the ball in this sense of like they had their opportunity to start making more mature Marvel movies, but they decided not to do it. And it seems like Sony is going to capture that audience because I'm looking at the tra- I looked at the trailer and I'm watching the the comment section. These people are into this. They're like, this is this is. I'm, they're like into it, man. Like I'm seeing people reacting to it, and I'm just sh- I'm just shaking my head, saying, "Marvel, how could you drop this?" You know, <laughs> like like because remember we talked about this movie almost two years ago. I want to say, well, at least we talked about what was what is how are they going to get into this, and like if, are they doing the anti-hero thing, and you know how does that you know make any sense? And I mean, this look, I'm going to say straight up, I really like the trailer. I don't know that it has anything to do with Craven the Hunter as I understand the character. No. You know, I don't I, I can't see the this this is very much a a, uh, a multiverse well not a multiverse but a, an alternate universe where someone named Craven the Hunter that wears something similar to him is not anything like him. Uh as far as I can tell. I but completely it, agree. But huge action and you know, he's he's basically, what if PETA was, what if the uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals were condensed into one dude who's vegan and kind of kills people that are that poach animals? That's I mean, seems to be be that, and also Russell Crowe is basically the actual Craven the Hunter that we would we would know and understand maybe. Yeah. Uh, there, there. This trailer has it, it's. If the movie's anything like this, it's like. It's a amalgamation of several things. Uh, it to me, it felt like Craven's father is like Drykoff from fucking Black Widow. Uh, Craven himself is like the movie Beastmaster, but also maybe a little bit of Beast Boy, maybe. But also, yeah. um, there's some Morbius shit going on, like. There's some the way Morbius sort of gets his powers. There's some of that shit. Like, is he does he have slight superpowers? Maybe someone said like they they try. They're Sony's doing Catwoman all over again, and I was like, don't say that shit. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's the shit is interesting. I thought the action was ridiculous. It's brutal. Uh, that it it was very well laid out. That you know, I I understood what was happening there's some kind of story that's supposed to make sense about brothers and a, an abusive dad and shit like that. I guess, I guess. And may, you know what? Actually, you know what? Not beast boy Vixen. That's the, that's what I'm thinking of Vixen from DC. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested. We're going to see this anyway, but I'm very, very interested based on the trailer, but I spent a lot of time watching that sort of laughing out loud and saying like what what is like are y'all y'all are doing this we're this we're gonna do this okay oh i guess we're leaning into this so i'm i'm with it i just need to know more about the story because right now it doesn't seem like a craven the hunter movie just just based on that trailer i don't know Lottie. am i off base no you're not off base i i completely agree with you this doesn't feel like craven the hunter it just feels like sony's just like hey Let's find an excuse to make a movie, you know. Let's turn all of our our iconic bad guys into. Well, maybe they're okay. Maybe you know what? They're misunderstood. You know what? 
actually, if you look at actually, Spider Man's actually the bad guy, and these guys are the good guys. I'm like, can't they just be bad guys? Wait, next, I'm the at this rate, the Sinister Six is just gonna be a bunch of guys that are against the establishment for good reasons. They're literally gonna be the flag smashers. You know, Doctor Doctor Octopus is is against the tyranny of of corporate oppressors, and you know, Craven. And this Craven's, is the one yeah. thing. <laughs> and this is the one thing I will say that uh, HBO slash DC has over all of these studios. They know how to make villain movies and shows. From the Joker to now, what we're seeing with the Penguin, they know how to make you interested you they know how to make you hate a character but also be so entertained watching them you know what i mean they found a way because that's one of the things that i remember uh you know i've always heard when people say oh you know why they why does there why can you never play as the villain in video game because they're like the villain is a is hard to tell know about that you could tell a villain story it's just not as easy as telling the hero story because you got to have the audience hate the character but also be absolutely entertained by them at the same time yeah it's a very thin line it's a very hard and thin line to do yeah i mean i don't i guess i don't understand sony's whole push to make their villains be the I can understand Morbius. Well, yeah, Morbius is like uh, he's an on again off again villain. You know, it yeah. depends on what's happening. But to literally take I mean, I understand in the comics Craven has sort of turned you know, it sort of turned towards good, but that's still it took decades and decades for that to happen. He's he's yeah. literally supposed to hunt Spider-Man and I guess in a world with no Spider-Man the hell does Craven the Hunter do? Apparently, he just—he's the Batman of the Savannah or some shit like that. You know, he's—he's he's the Vengeance and, and the Knight. And you know why they probably—you know—here's here's another reason why they probably decided not to do that because Craven's in the video game. So telling the Craven story of him hunting Spider-Man twice in the same year—you know what I mean? I could—I could now I'm thinking about it. It will get redundant. You know what well, I mean? I mean, it, so, it doesn't help that there's literally no Spider-Man for them to hunt. So, I mean, is this setting it up so that he hunts Spider-Man? Like, I I understand he spoke, he's the hero of his own story. I just wonder if they can thread the needle of actually making him a villain at the end of it. I, that's all. Because I don't want him to be a good guy. Me either. Like, don't, we don't need redemption arcs for every damn bad guy just let some of them be bad oh speaking of bad guys the the rhino and we didn't really get to see him but i'm ready for that i'm ready it's it's the rhino like is the rhino like a combination of bane and the hulk i I, I think it's more (laughs) i think it's more the lizard because he took that that serum or whatever he let that serum loose like bane and the lizard and so now he turns into the rhino that's the shit i want to see I'm I'm ready for that, like that that mechanical rhino shit in Amazing Spider-Man Two, which I like again. I like Amazing Spider-Man Two a lot, but that I did not care much for the rhino. Uh, I just hope he doesn't. I just hope he doesn't break uh, uh, what's it called, Craven's back. First, (laughs) the buck, 
<laughs> just, just thumbs. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I am looking forward to seeing the rhino. That's to me. That's a win. That's a, uh, you know, a hit, a uh, home run, as far as like a concept. So I'm, I'm I want to see what that is. But um, you know what? I have high hopes, and I, I well, let's see another trailer, and that'll put my expectations in the right place. Because this also has the potential to be a fucking train wreck. You know, I felt the same way about Morbius. And again, I like Morbius, but I also know it's not great. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, let's hope less Morbius, you know, less of that. So anyway, uh, we'll see. Uh, We'll, uh, you know, when the next trailer comes out, we will definitely review it and talk about it then. So anyway, that's all of our news for this week. Uh, I'm sure we missed some things because, I mean, there's only so much time that we have to talk about news. Uh, so uh, if you had a news item you wanted us to talk about or you had something to say about, uh, you know, the topics we were speaking about or you just disagree, agree, whatever it is, get down to the comment section, leave your thoughts there. And of course, you can always hit us up. Super not funny show at Gmail dot com or at Super not funny S one on Twitter. All right. It's main event time uh, in this corner, the flash and that corner, another flash and another corner. For you know, for a few minutes, Zod, and also there's a there's a Batman. So it's yes, the long-awaited, long gestating, you know, ten years in the making, totally worth the wait, and also totally worth Ezra Miller's antics off-screen. The Flash finally zoomed its way into theaters this last weekend. Lottie, we both got a chance to go see it. Uh, you know, on Sunday just to really drink in all of that flash goodness and we're here to report what we thought about it so before we get into that lottie though let's talk about box office real quick it's just just some you know some interesting tidbits um it made 55.5 million dollars it was projected to make 70 it did not hit its projections of all the move the comic book movies we've seen so far this year it, that is not a good trend, <laughs> Lottie. Not a good trend. Lot not beating estimates. Not even like get, most of the time when we say estimates, they usually go over. Nope, didn't even get to them. So yeah, so far I think it's at a hundred and let me see if I remember. It's a hundred and uh, what the hell is it? One thirty-five. It's at one thirty-five million worldwide right now. Uh, a relatively even split between. Um, domestic and international and uh, on a budget of 200 million dollars so I so I've heard so Lottie uh, let's just call it what it is this this thing is gonna flop will it Shazam flop or will it Black Adam flop what do you think Shazam almost Shazam flop it's not good I don't even think it's gonna do Black Adam good I <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you there two reasons why this movie is not doing good, man. I'm sorry, Mar the DC. Everybody thought they could do it, but people are not having it with with Ezra Miller. They're not. I know quite a few people that told me they're not watching the movie. They're like, nope, mm-mm. because they're like, I don't like how somebody like Ezra Miller can still be rewarded for a movie and i understand the movie was made for him and they can't do it but still 
people are looking at it like this, especially even with how they basically fired Henry Cavill on top of that. It's one of those things that people are just looking at it like, no, we're not, no, no, Mm -hmm. we're not going to support a movie where a guy could do like this. And then you, then people are going to, and let's be honest, some of these reviews kind of spat into some people's faces at the same time. Like the move, like one review from a professional critic said, this movie will make you, it says, and I quote, this movie will make you forget about Ezra Miller's uh, antics. That what that pissed you know what, I, I didn't talk about this last week because I kind of wanted to save it for this week. That shit pisses me off. I, I'm going to say two things. One, there's an awful lot of people that didn't even know this movie existed, was out. People that are, are that are nerds, that are in, a, in our lane, right? Didn't even know this movie's coming out. There's a, I had to tell people like, oh yeah, you're gonna see this. Oh, it's a movie. There's a Flash movie. I didn't know that. So, one, a lot of people didn't even know this shit existed. Two, uh, uh, that whole thing about talking about Ezra Miller and, and these fucking reviews pisses me off because what the fuck does Ezra Miller's off-screen antics have to do with whether or not this movie's any good? Exactly. Like not not a damn thing. I it, there should be no. No review should mention his fucking off-screen antics. Yep. Because this, we're not agree. reviewing whether or not Ezra Miller is a good person. That that's not that's not you know that, that has nothing to do with it. This is about a, a movie review is about whether or not the fucking movie is good, and I it pisses me off so much that that's even something to be mentioned. So yeah. I mean, and they're, it's like they're they're poisoning the well. They're poisoning the well. Like, people that might go see it otherwise, they're intentionally at poisoning the well. So, yeah, I I understand if people are like, I don't want to see it because of what Ezra Miller's been up to. Be, well, I mean, yeah, because the, the fucking reviews and everything's fucking talking about that instead of the movie itself. So, yeah. anyway. I don't, it, I don't want it, to get heated about it, but it's just that just shit just annoys me. Watch the movie for what it is, not for whatever the fuck else has nothing to do with the movie. Exactly. And then, like I said, on top of that, uh, you know, the whole thing of people are looking at it like, damn, Henry Cavill couldn't get a movie, couldn't yeah. get another movie, but Ezra Miller, Flash gets a movie. It's 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 not a good look. Like the movie. It's just not a good look, and not, and also just being honest, man. Some of the CGI in that movie was. Woo. Oh, oh we're we gonna get to it because we, we're about to get into the review proper. I just I want to just talk box office. This movie's gonna flop. It does not deserve to flop. It deserves a hell of a lot better. If this movie out of the last four DC movies, it's number two. It's better than the last two that came out. Not as good as the Suicide Squad. Um. <clears throat> I it, agree. Des- it deserves to do better than it's going to do. There's some structural problems that are re- related to why it's not going to make its money back, why it's going to flop, um, and that's just unfortunate. So we're not even gonna, we're not going to talk about Ezra Miller and what they did and all that's that's shit. Sorry, doesn't have anything to fucking do about whether or not I like this movie. Um, bec- I mean, I know other people it might bother them. I get it. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to say no, but it had nothing to do with how I received this movie. So, um, yeah, we're so we're going to get into it. Let's just get into the review itself. 
And I'm just going to say, you know, real quick, so so we can sort of get into spoilers uh, kind of fast. I had a damn good time with this movie, and I'm not alone. Let me tell you, now, now the theater that was not, it wasn't full. There's a reasonable number of people on a Sunday afternoon, actually more than I thought might be there. Uh, in the Dolby Theater, so that was the most expensive theater, and absolutely go see this movie in like a big, a good big screen. But I'll tell you what, everyone seemed to have a damn good time in the theater I was in, and uh, Jen, she she loved it. Well, I won't say she loved it; she had a great time with it, like she really enjoyed it. So, and I'm gonna I'll put put my name on that. I will say I really liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. There are a few things that kind of kept me back from really loving it and it's mostly to do with second act problems uh, uh, in terms of pacing and story in the second act but there are a lot of damn good things in this movie that I I just I was all over um, the first third of the movie is fucking great there's great action and cool stuff going on in the first part I liked Ez, Ezra Miller they really kind of they brought it and two playing two characters really brought you know really brought the uh, their their skills as an actor to bear. Um, loved seeing Michael Keaton again. Loved uh, you know loved the interaction with with Barry uh, between you know Michael Keaton and, and Barry. Loved um, some of the cameos. I thought Supergirl was awesome, and I, I hate how little we saw of of her in it. And it, you know, it had actually, it had an actually, you know, good story tour at the end of it all that made all of this make any sense or make it, you know, mean something. Um, but I will say it's the move, the movie, the story is a bit derivative of a bunch of things. And, you know, in that sense, it's, it's a fairly predictable story, but I enjoyed the way it played itself out. Um, and I have more to say in spoilers, but I'm going to say I really liked it. I can, I would happily go see this again. So, Lottie, what do you think? Uh, the movie was definitely entertaining. Of the three movies that I've went to the movie theaters and seen recently, is definitely the the worst one. And not me. And I was, okay, I won't say worst. That is it was number word. three. And and you're, it was and number you're also three. right about that. It's, it's it's you know across spider verse is my number one and guardians number two and this woman the movie's number three but it is definitely i agree with you it is the best it's better than the recent a lot of the recent uh dc movies i've seen i was entertained watching the movie i was actually entertained it reminded me of a 2010 superhero movie it considering it's been in 10 years in development (laughs) yeah it 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 was like i i was thoroughly enjoying it i didn't feel i never felt bored watching the movie you know some movies i have felt like bored or was like god leave man we can we move on a little bit this movie i've never felt bored watching it i was thoroughly entertained through it the the you know like you said ezra miller's performance of him uh, of them playing themselves like it was i have to admit like you could say whatever you want about the uh, ezra miller as a person but their performance was just was was great play i mean i i mean let's be honest if how many people can do that you know it they did they, they, they did a great job you know it's like you said great seeing michael keaton again michael keaton just 
fell right back into the role like nothing happened. It was like it was the night. It was like the late 80s, early 90s all over again. Uh, unfortunately, some of the other characters in the movie, you didn't get enough for me to even comment on. Like, you know, Supergirl was yes. literally Supergirl literally maybe only had maybe I don't even think a page of lines. Like, let's be honest, like probably half a page of lines mm-hmm. didn't even really say much so we didn't i don't have enough to even comment on her and it's the same thing with uh zod it was just his face on a cgi robot you know what i mean yeah. it's it a lot of the stuff that i we with the trailers portrayed we didn't get that much of you know what i mean you know, I we I we definitely got more of Michael Keaton than I thought we would. I thought Michael Keaton would maybe be only in the movie for like ten minutes. He was he was in it for a good forty five minutes. So right, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, he I'm, I love how much we got. Now, obviously, the action sequences weren't him, and that's fine. You know, I, there's I you know one thing I, I found about this movie is the criticism that people are leveling at this movie not a lot you know this is this is a a semi somewhat divisive movie i think more people than not are gonna like it especially the further away you get from online fandom the farther away you get from online nerd fandom the more people are just like it's it works as a straightforward superhero movie you know it does it to be honest it's not even all that complicated in terms of what the storyline is like you know barry wants to save his mom and fucks up the universe and now he's got to unfuck up the universe with the help of his other self you know that's and and batman and and you know superman and also oh man of steel still happens oh shit we don't have superman that's i mean it's all fairly straightforward but you know people were you know sort of hung up on some things that i don't to me weren't really a thing you know that like um besides Ezra themselves being, you know, problematic off screen, which which seems to be a lot of what people are. There's a lot of people online talking about that, and I was as I predicted, and I they're gonna say, oh, it's that Ezra is the reason why this this doesn't do well. That's not the case at all. I don't think that that's true at all. I think that that may be true for like a small percent. Most people don't even know this shit. No, that's that's not what's going on here. What's going on with the box office is that DC has been making shit. You know, stuff that I yeah. like, but that most people don't give a fuck about. So it's, this is just another in the line of things, you know. Um, they were also bumping up against the um, the cameos. Like, uh, you know, and we'll talk about this in spoilers, but there's some cameos of of, you know, actors who are no longer with us and people are just like it's ghoulish and it's horrible and i'm just like is it is it that is this a is this really a problem like they're just let me tell you something man. let me tell you something people are just saying that because they just want to find a way to be mad at this movie yeah. these are the same people that stood up in a standing ovation when they saw cgi Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Stanley. Like, come on now. Like, yeah. it's, it's people. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure they asked 
for the permission of the family right. before they did this. Because right. if we, if they did it, we'll hear about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it just it's well, yeah, guys. it's it's to do with like the personal lives of it, of one of the character, uh, one of the people. And you know, I guess, but like, I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's something to spend a lot of time being upset about. Um, the other, you know, we'll talk about the this the the bad supposedly bad CGI, but also supposedly it was done on purpose. And and look, I get video gamey CG, I get it. You know, they maybe they didn't have enough time or money or whatever the hell to finish this the CG in a certain way. But I'm gonna tell you what didn't bother me at all, like like at all. When I say I watch the, you know, obviously when Ezra's on on screen with themselves, obviously that's a stand-in and they pasted faces on or something like that. There's obviously that's what's happening. Didn't bother me at all. Didn't catch it. Didn't bother me one bit. The the uh, the chronosphere, the chrono whatever uh, thing that you know the time travel thing. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Once I realized what they were going for, I was like, oh, okay. I can expect to see this every time they come back here. And it's fine. It's, it was Polar Express, you know, that's been upgraded to 4K. I was fine with that. So every there's st- places where clearly they're doing green screen or, you know, volume, you know, uh, fights, you know, especially at the end. I, I'm sorry, I watch these fucking things all the time. I fully expect at the end of every comic book movie, whoever makes it, there's going to be a big old, you know, throw down up against the green screen. I'm used to it. I'm, it doesn't, that's, I'm not thinking about that at all. I just want to know in the moment, is some shit happening that makes sense within the context of the movie? And as far as that goes, the CG felt very consistent to me. So I don't know, Lottie. Am I, I am I being too forgiving of a, of this? I won't say you're being too forgiving. I didn't. The, the only CG that threw me off was the beginning because it's just those part, babies. I, yeah, man. We, yeah we, we're gonna talk about that in spoiler. But the baby shower. Yes, I've got to say so many things about that. I'll just say you know, baby shower. That's non-spoilery. That's that. That's one of my favorite action sequences I've ever seen in in anything. Like. Mm-hmm. You don't. Nobody has to agree with me, but I was, I, I was, I was intrigued. I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, just kind of beside myself, thinking like this is ridiculous and kind of amazing. But I was also tense in the midst of it because I was like, all right, it's, it's babies though. <laughs> so I'm watching this whole thing and just watching the way Barry navigates it. And it's so fun and so awesome. And like, just kind of thinking about how it works in real time. It's just, I, I'm sorry. No one has to agree with me, but that is, that's one of my favorite action sequences I've, of all time. It's like straight up. Um, I'll, okay. <laughs> Lottie, you don't have to agree with me. Yeah. It's just, man, the babies just looked off to me, yeah, man. They, like, they did, they, they, but I can't, I'm just like, I'm fine because like, I don't want real babies doing that. <laughs> I, I didn't want yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, I'm not... real baby involved in that scene. 
Like, yeah, like you said, I'm not, I was not looking for like the babies to look real. It's just, it, it just threw me off watching it because I was like, you can clearly see those are CGI babies. <laughs> hey, Warp. <laughs> Let's, we're bumping up against the CGI babies, but not a dude, you know, jumping off of rubble, <laughs> going faster, faster than people can see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I God, I I had a had a great time with this movie. I I, I honestly, it pains me to know that it's gonna flop, because it it shouldn't. It, if if there was any justice when it comes to stuff like this, this movie would not flop. You know, and and Fast X, you know, making its money. That's re- no, it would. If there was justice, this would be doing much better. So, uh, I don't think we could say too much more non-spoiler. Just just that. Um, I think I had one more thing uh, that apparently the Flash had different endings. <laughs> it had three different endings, and we'll talk about that, what the ending was, and why, how they changed. But uh, if you want to know anything about how you know Gunn and Saffron had some effect on the way this movie played itself out, and what you know, what that might mean for the future, I, I honestly I think Flash is as with Ezra Miller's done, but there's a there's a space for it. I could be. So, anyway, Lottie, you ready to talk spoilers? Let's. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bunch. Um, my as I said, like this this movie. It's look. It's it's just fun. It's a funny ass movie in many ways. Um, it does draw on a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of like, oh, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Right. Um, mm-hmm. and if this has to be, I don't. This is not the last DCEU movie. But if it has to be a, a send-off for the DCEU, it's pretty damn good in that way. Um, you know, we got, you know, spoiler, uh, We I mean, we knew Ben Affleck was going to be in it. We did not know that Gal Gadot was going to be in it. And I love seeing her. Like, way more than the Shazam cameo, I was just happy to see. She didn't do anything except lasso somebody and pull some people up. But I liked seeing her, and I liked seeing Ben uh, and... Uh, you know, Ben and uh, uh, Ezra interact with her. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, that And that whole little opening sequence of, you know, Batman on the highway, dope. I don't know how Batman's fucking alive after all that, but cool. Like, they just, that first, that opening 15 or 20 minutes are just like perfectly done comic book movie shit, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. <clears throat> um, Lottie, uh, the the whole uh the whole thing with as oh when well, I Ezra with with Barry um sort of stumbling into time travel um felt very convenient to me but I'm fine with it but it felt very convenient I don't, I don't know what do you think I'm gonna tell you this straight up and I've been thinking about this for the last few days in my opinion this was a Superman movie. This was, I mean, not a Superman. This was supposed to be a Flash slash Superman movie. Like, I really feel that way. From watching it, from one of the from one of the scenes that we you we you've already like referenced to before, and what the actual, in my opinion, the true message behind the movie, not the message that the movie tried to make, but the actual true message. This was supposed to be a movie where it was called a Flash movie, 
but underneath it was actually a Superman movie. Do you want me to tell you why I feel hey, I, that way? I was going to say, explain that. Okay. Because this is the reason why. Because, in my opinion, the, 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 the whole like thing of Ezra Miller going back to save... I mean, not Ezra Miller. Flash going back to save his mom. And his mom, his mom being alive is the reason why this universe is fucked. And that's a stretch. That is a yeah, very oh, well, big... Well, the, the whole time travel explanation was bullshit <laughs> exactly it's, that's I remember, why i said I it's a stretch to, i'm sitting up here listening to to you know uh bruce wayne being like well it's simple you you went back and everyone thinks it's multiverse and i'm i was like dude you you could have just said it was magic and that'd have been ex, as clear and as sensible as what the shit you just said like all this stuff about spaghetti and nexus or whatever focus points or whatever the fuck it was i i just sat there and listened to it and i was like you you just you know you just said some shit that's a, you yeah. you don't know you just said some shit but we're gonna go with it it's just crazy and and that's why i feel like the in my opinion because we know for a fact Zack snyder superman was supposed to become evil and his and his story of the justice league and his DCEU. Superman was supposed to eventually become evil. I think the original story and plot of this movie, Flash, Superman went evil and basically killed or beat the entire Justice League. And the last only person to survive was the Flash. And as he was running away, trying to get away from Superman, he ended up realizing he can go back in time. So what he did, he went back in time to prevent Kal-El from even coming to the planet Earth. Uh -huh. And from him doing that, he thought, oh, well, I can, we can stop Zod. We j I just need the Justice League. And he assembles like a makeshift Justice League. They lose. But then he's like, okay, we don't need Superman. We can get his, his cousin, Korra. We can beat Zod that way. Nope, it doesn't work. And the more and more, because that's from what I was like, I'm like, the, I'm like, I'm watching the movie. I'm like, I'm actually thinking this movie is not about you going back. Your mom dying is what saved the universe. I think if Superman was around, if Kal El made it to Earth, none of your mom will live and everything will be just fine. That's that is the true meaning of this. So I think the whole point was that Superman, he Superman has to exist in a timeline for it to be a healthy timeline. And that's where that whole thing of them showing the different Superman, of them yeah. killing or whatever those things were, yeah. those monsters or whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, and yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, we'll have to we're gonna get to the, the end in, in a little bit. But I don't know. this this is Since it's based on Flashpoint, I mean, Flashpoint really is about Flash fucking up everything because he doesn't let his mom be killed. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this is all about except... But I mean, every time travel story is more or less about, you know, you can't really do anything about the past. It's it, it is what it is. And so, you know, you got to move on. And this whole movie was really about older Barry having to, you know, he stumbles onto the ability to save his dad and his mom takes it and realizes that, you know, he can't just fuck around 
with the past. He's got to accept that the past has happened. As Bruce said, it's made, a, made us who we are. You know, we are who we are because of what things that happened in our past. And then t- and to move forward. And younger okay. Barry doesn't really know or get that. You know, he's still, he's, he's, he's the privileged kid. You know, he's the kid that had everything. And he doesn't understand what he what loss is. He doesn't understand any of that stuff. And that's why he's so bad at accepting the fact that they fail at the very end. You know? That and that's why he, he becomes this not reverse flash. He's he's a he's not even an evil flash. He's just a damaged flash that that wants to spend eternity trying to fix a problem that will never be fixed. He's trying to he is trying to you know, that he broke a vase into a thousand pieces and he keeps trying to gather them all up mm-hmm. and super glue them together but they'll never be the the, the vase that he, he remembers yeah. and, and so I mean at, at the core of it that's basically the, the journey that Barry's on the two Barry's are on and in that sense the, the movie works really well at it you know it really works well at exposing the differences between Barry as an eighteen-year-old and Barry as a twenty-something-year-old, you know, and the things that the Barry that had tragic loss experience, why he's a hero, why why he'll always be a hero, you know. Bruce is like, why would you stick around to help us? And he's like, because I, you know, I want to save the world when my mom's alive. He really just wants to save people from shit he knows is horrible. Yeah. Um, so, and then we know he's a hero because he's depowered for part of the the movie. He still get, gets in harm's way, still makes the right choice to save, you know, Kara, right? And and even influences her to really decide to fight for Earth, even though the you know, Earthlings, had, you know, humans, had imprisoned her for, for years. Um, so, it's, I mean, as far as, far as that is, goes, part of re- the reason why this movie works at all is that it, it earns... It's superhero shit, you know the the superhero stuff that happens. It earns them through narrative, and it not, it's not just you know tacked on shit. And I, I enjoyed it for that uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's talk about uh, Michael Keaton, dude. <laughs> it's old man Batman. I didn't know I wanted to see old man Batman so much. <laughs> Just him go in his Birkenstocks, jumping on, trying to jump on Barry, actually hitting Barry a lot, and then just like young Barry, just sort of doing his, you know, doing his oh, I'm too fast for you thing. I I loved it, and then just sits down to make spaghetti right afterward. <laughs> um, I I thought Keaton was great. Yeah, he was basically a ninja. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty spry for a seventy year old dude. I mean, obviously, again, he didn't do his stunts, but his Batman is just like there's a there's a part that really exp- kind of underscored who the who this Bruce Wayne was, and it's when he's back at Wayne Manor. He's in the bathroom. He's stitching himself up, right? And he looks at himself in the mirror, and he has this. He kind of does this smug little smile, and I'm like, motherfucker, you're enjoying this. You just needed a reason to get your ass out and put the suit back on. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, okay, I see you. I see you. You would do this for free, you know. You if, if you you just needed an excuse to get the hell out and do something. Yeah. Uh, 
and just to see him later on stand in the pocket the way you know Batman does. Like he he literally stood in the pocket fighting a Kryptonian that wore his ass, like just straight spashed him, but he stuck around on him. And I'm just like, that's that's Bruce. You know, that's absolutely Bruce. It doesn't matter what Bruce you're looking at. That's the Bruce we know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's just other parts. He's he's just he's just so he's fun in all of his scenes. And and you also know, I don't give a damn how many people got guns. I'm kicking the shit out of all of you. And it and you knew it was going down. So just yeah. so glad to see him again. Um, were there any like anything? you know, that stood out to you about Keaton and, and like what he was doing. Definitely. You know, it's it, this movie shows you how far they have gotten with VFX cameras and stunts because, and just in general, because remember he could even move his damn neck. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, he, I mean, he just, God, just kicked ass. Yeah. I'm just like, how are you doing this? Like, even even Ben Affleck's version of the character had been like, that's too much, man. You're <laughs> you're going too hard. Stop. <laughs> ben Affleck's Batman just does he, not care about property damage. <laughs> yeah, he, he was cool too. I did like I did like the action sequence. Again, how yeah. is he not dead? But you know what? Fine. I, I accept it. Um I I will say, uh, I had some. I mean, I had some nitpicks with. Not, I don't even want to call it nitpicks. There are some things that kind of ran up again. I thought the second act kind of dragged a bit, um, mm-hmm. and, and because it's, and this is just a problem with superhero movies and, and movies in general, but superhero movies in particular. The second mm-hmm. act is always the you know, first act is like, ooh, there's a lot of action and and we're setting up the story. Cool. Second act, let me pause and explain everything you need to know so that the third act makes sense. Yeah, and, and they did that. Even though they did, they they didn't do an info dump, but there was just a bit too much of like, oh, let's let's walk here, let's drive here, let's go here, and let's you know let's you know we're figuring things out. And they even did like the Black Widow will break somebody out of prison thing, and you know all, the second act was just it did it was for character development, and I appreciated it. But there was there was just so much high octane stuff happening in the first act, and it just kind of screeched to a halt in the second. Yeah. Act. And then if there's like that really bumped up against me, and I I wasn't bored, I was just like, well, this is this pace really slacked off. Just because Barry lost his damn powers doesn't mean that the movie has to. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I do actually agree. That was a little. That was that was a little slow that i was like damn i didn't know he lost his powers yeah <laughs> i mean him losing his powers i'm just like this is a little too parallel to what the movie's doing but okay we'll we'll, we'll work through it um yeah. also and this is i actually think this is more unforgivable than the than the pace change is how dare you introduce Supergirl and she is badass. She kicks. I mean, I loved every second she was on scene. I've, from the moment she was introduced, every little bit she did at all, I loved it. And I was like, "You motherfuckers, you're gonna kill her!" Like she had, she's on the. Was she on the screen ten minutes? Maybe. Yeah. 
I can, I like criminal how they how they just like introduced her and did and did cool stuff and that's that. Second of all, criminal how little Michael Shannon is in this movie. Are you kidding me? This there's a big existential threat and they didn't even try to, you know, run up against. I understand he knew what was going on, but like he's just a he's just like the end boss you know in another castle somewhere else and like he's just in it for 10 not even 10 minutes just to get you know punched in the face a few times swatted with a big old club and then stab Kara 73 times like how how could you bring Michael Shannon back just for that that's that's unforgivable yeah. to me yeah it's like I said there's there's a lot of parts of the of the movie of the of the movie that uh that I wish they would have done a little bit of a better job because like I said I was surprised that Michael Keaton was in the movie as long as he was but like you said Supergirl fifteen minutes at most like maybe it, him like you said uh, uh Zod Zod literally was like a paragraph of lines that's true. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> he didn't even get to deliver his you grew up on a farm line like. Come exactly. On. Like there are so many opportunities for more from from his character. Like it, it, I almost feel like it's disrespectful to Michael Shannon what what they did with that character. Um, which doesn't mean like it doesn't diminish my enjoyment of the movie. I just literally was just like, I want more. You guys, y'all have y'all put this delicious meal in front of me, and then you only let me have a few bites, and then that's it. Like don't like don't do that. Uh, <laughs> um there's there's some plot holes in here too like like little things that if you think too hard about them you're like wait a minute now hold on uh i kept hearing people be like if you can go back in time why don't why wouldn't you just go see who the hell killed your mom who killed your mom exactly that <laughs> that was the you know honestly that was the biggest plot hole that i'm just like i'm not gonna even I'm not going to even attempt to think about because all that is going to do is just make me just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, nah, like, nah, what? I'm not following. I'm not going to take the bait. He's <laughs> like, just go see. You, you don't even have to stop him. You, okay, great. She has to die. Can you at least see who this motherfucker is? Just, yeah. just go check it out. Didn't do that. Um, Big, biggest mysteries. <laughs> it could, I mean, that's what I was like. Can you can you take a picture? I mean, maybe Any, anything. Would it? Don't you think that would not change the thing? You know, because yeah, you can literally slow down time and just be like, snip. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the other thing. The whole explanation of time travel and the butterfly effect and shit like that. It's dumb, but they they're going with it in the movie. So. Can, Literally, there's no way that that um, Barry was ever going back to the DCU. It was the moment old, you know, old Barry knocked him out of the timeline into the timeline. He would never come back to the regular DCU because they literally were like, if you change anything, you know, any any changes you make here are necessarily going to like you know alter the events, and then you're going to get weird things happening. So just him being in that other universe probably was enough to change things subtly, right? Mm -hmm. But 
unless he literally just went and caught himself and kicked himself back into the speed force, there's no way he wasn't going to not change the universe, uh, change the future. And, um, you know, I just, I, I watched the end and look, the ending made sense to me. Yes. He, he got his dad off. He couldn't save his mom, but he got his dad off. And I'm like, but aren't those things related? All right. In the death of your mom and the imprisonment of your dad, relate it to to each other like so yeah. it, it you you made a change it's still going to change the, the you know the universe yeah it's it's just stuff like that you know uh here's another one lottie uh how could how can old barry knock uh you know the dceu's barry out of the time bowl if in the future he kill he sacrifices himself to himself, so all that shit that was going on in the in uh you know in the time bowl, all that stuff went away. You know, remember they were having the clash of the universes and everything. All that stuff went away because young Barry ki- sacrificed himself to old Barry, him his future self. Yeah. So technically, if that happened. Doesn't that mean that old Barry wouldn't be around to knock Flash out of the the time bowl? I'm just... No, because they exist out of time. In that moment, but if that's Barry... the ca- if that's the case, if that's the case, how on earth, like if if within the time the time bowl times, you know, everything's uh, different. Like existence, whatever is different. Two of him can exist at once. I accept that because it's time travel what i don't accept is the fact that when he when he stabbed himself you know younger one got in the way and got stabbed older one disappeared so they're causally linked if they're causally linked then that means that in the future when he dies right old barry couldn't be alive to go back to 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 interfere he's erased himself he he has erased himself from history from any of that stuff because he died when he was young. That's that's all I'm saying. None of that should have. Look, I'm not saying. Look, it doesn't doesn't change the movie. Just some th- something I was thinking about. Like it's maybe that couldn't have happened. Like the you know. I mean, this is what happens when you mess with time. Because when you where's mess, the, where's with- the TVA when we need them? They need, they need to come in here and prune this fucking timeline. It's- yeah, when you mess with time, stuff like that happens. You yeah. start, it's like you said, you get shit like that where it's like, wait, wait, hold up. If that's true, then this should be true. And if that's true, then that should be yeah. true. Yeah, it, it gets, it, it it begins to get uh, out of control. You start thinking too hard and you're like, you know what? It's a comic book movie. I should stop. <laughs> yeah. I should just stop, stop thinking too hard about this. Um. There's another part I really liked in this. That it, this movie's very funny, but the part that I mean, I really enjoyed uh, Barry losing his powers and then like I'm gonna run and he's just running in a circle. That was funny. Um, but a part that really got me good was the whole door, you know, college, you know, apartments uh, talk about who who's really starred in, in Back to the Future. And when Barry really realized he fucked everything up, and when he, he was like, wait a minute, I broke the world so hard that Michael J. Fox was not in, in Back to the Future. And then there's just like this cascade. Oh, no, Michael J. Fox was in 
this movie and then Kevin Bacon was in uh was in Top Gun and you know uh so all that's I was like that's hilarious it's more hilarious if you were an 80s kid but still that's all that shit was I was like that's that's great Be, especially because like almost literally this mo this movie's just like grabbing from different time travel you know movies mm -hmm. it's it's part yeah. like part of it's back to the future part of it is groundhog day part of it is that movie edge of tomorrow that you know uh uh with uh tom cruise yeah um it's a little bit of all of that stuff uh which isn't bad i'm not saying that for for as a knock it's it, it works but it, it definitely is not doing anything new which maybe is another comp i don't even want to call it a complaint this is a nitpick of mine it's really that this movie is ex very predictable. Not the the action sequence is not so much, but very predictable. Like where this movie was going. Like I'm literally w when young Barry got introduced, J Jennifer looked at me. She's like, "He's gonna be the bad guy, isn't he?" And I was like, "Probably, <laughs> probably." And there you go. There, he, there, there he was. Yep. So it. I mean. I think at the end at the end of the day, and let's let's talk one one last thing before we before we end the the incursions at the end, like at the very end, the 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 uh, you know the billiard ball incursions that were happening. This is where we were talking about people being like bothered by the cameos of. So they they were bothered by Christopher Reeve, uh, George Reeves, the the fifties Superman, and. Uh, <clears throat> Adam West, you know, so they showed all of these people. I didn't care about any of that shit. Personally, I thought it was just cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Like, okay, cool. Campy Batman, old school Superman, the, you know, the iconic 70s Superman. All of these people just kind of like showing up. And then we got Nick Cage. The, the, he was supposed to be Superman, but he never got to be Superman. Um, yeah, fighting a big old spider, like, and I knew what the fuck that was about because I had heard the stories about the movie that they were trying to make that they never ended up making, the Superman movie, uh, Superman Lives, and so I was like, cool, that's that's dope. I just I thought it was a well. If you're gonna do shit like that, you know, go all in on that, and and I thought it, I thought it was a cool little sequence, um, but I also have to say. Of all the multiverse movies, this may be the not the worst at being a multiverse movie. Am I am I wrong about that? Yeah, I'm I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> well, you're 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 right. It's it's definitely not near as good as it's not even you know, as good across as, the Spider Verse. It's not even as good. Well, I'm talking about it's not even as good as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Like in in I'm not in in terms I I think Multiverse of Madness is a better movie, generally speaking. But also just in terms of its doing multiverse stuff, I don't think this is one that's as good. Um, probably because it spends all the time in one universe. Um, but I mean, I still thought that stuff was cool, and and of course the final, you know, the final stinger where we find out that oh shit. You know he's not in his he's not in the DCU anymore because Bruce Wayne is now George Clooney. You know from from Batman and what was it Batman and Robin? 
Um, There's Jesus. <laughs> and I, he's just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I was like, that. I, man, people. I, I laughed. Every, I, I that just pissed everybody I off. Know, I was just I, like, people wow. in my, in my theater loved it. I like that. I was like that. Okay. I didn't see that coming. That's awesome. And I, I love it. I know this is going nowhere, but that's cool. I was like, cool. Like that, I'm with it. Uh, and apparently James Gunn and Peter Safran made that happen uh, to kind of, you know, just something fun because they, the other the other ideas they had for the ending were going to maybe promise some things about the DC universe that are definitely not going to happen. So that was kind yeah. of their, their way of fixing that. So, um, yeah. I mean, and also there's that, that horrible post credit scene that I fucking hated. Like if that's if there's I'm anything in this, for that. if there's anything in this movie that I fucking hated, like I I didn't hate anything else except that post credit scene. That post credit scene was one of the worst damn comic book post credit scenes ever. Um, not being hyperbolic, it was useless, and I'm fucking mad that I waited to the end of the movie to see it. Like yeah, because that that those credits look wild, man. Yeah, took a long ass time for god bless him jason momoa to do fuck all that had nothing to do with anything like just are just terrible so they should be ashamed i'd rather that they had had no damn post-credit scene uh anyway (laughs) i think we covered everything i think we covered everything i thought the movie was quite good i'm gonna watch it again definitely um, and you know, it's just unfortunate. Like most, I think most people, I, they're going to catch it on streaming, but it, it is not going to make its money. Um, so a lot of any last thoughts, man, I really think Henry Cavill should have been in this movie. I really think he sh- it's, it's just, it was just a glaring hole. In my opinion, that was one of the things that could have done that could have really done this movie justice but who knows what am i talking about because henry cavill could have henry cavill's little cameo didn't save black adam yeah but well, him yeah. actually i but i think maybe him being actually in the movie you know what i mean like it would have been really cool if like his like flash went back and and somehow got cal to come to earth and Superman saved Kara from well, dying. That's the, prob- that's the problem in the movie. Superman's dead, so there's no. Yeah, I know that. You know, I but- know, I know. It's just it would have been real, like somehow, some way. I just wish Henry Cavill Superman was in this movie. Well, I and really they, they, there's a reason why he wasn't in there because they knew as soon James Gunn and Peter Safran when they got in, they weren't going to use him. It was already sort of it already been set in that they were you know DC wasn't using him anyway, but they weren't going to use him. And so there was no reason to promise, you know, to tease something that would never come to be. And I think that's the right, that was the right call. Like I would have been pissed, absolutely pissed if at the end of this movie they had, you know, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck up there on the, you know, hanging out with the Flash. I'm like, bitches, this shit ain't going nowhere. How dare you? So, (laughs) yeah, that's, um, yeah, they, I think they did as well as they could with what they had. And what they it turned out pretty good. Just it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna be successful. So, mm-hmm. anyway, those are our long, long uh, spoiler thoughts about uh, this movie. 
what did you guys think about the flash and uh what'd you think about what we had to say get down to the comment section leave your thoughts there and of course you can always hit us up super not funny show gmail.com or at super not funny s1 on twitter and while you're down there do us a favor hit like on this video subscribe to the channel hit that notification bell all that good stuff helps with the algorithm so that more people see this channel see these videos uh, so you know what do us a solid help us grow this channel and of course i can't do the supercast by myself uh lottie helps me out tremendously so lottie where can they reach you on your social media well you can always find me on my instagram which is arnold kinihan Again, it's Anukinihun, A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. If you have a, if you have some time, leave a like, follow, subscription, or a comment. Yeah, you guys get over there. Show Lottie some love, uh, you know, while you're showing us some love. So, uh, hey, it's been the 106th episode of the supercast uh thanks for joining us we really do appreciate you guys uh tell your friends about us uh tell anyone who likes to talk about nerdy stuff you know superhero stuff to come check us out uh we uh welcome all people so um next week we're gonna uh see what that secret invasion is all about and uh we're gonna you know preview i'm I, there's a bunch of things that are coming out later in the in the summer we're gonna preview all of that and maybe even we'll get Lottie to watch one episode of moon girl and devil dinosaur we'll see we'll see if that can happen so until then i've been mo you're a comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture joined by the anime expert video game designer and lover of all things superhero my good friend Lottie. and we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread peace peace